Welcome to Season 2 of All the Octopus Bedtime Mysteries. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy. Ollie, it's a, there's a ghost. You gotta help us. I said, okay, okay, slow down, slow down. Tell me your name. Well, my name's Oliver. I'm, I'm at the, okay, hold on. My name's Oliver. I'm one of the workers at the group house in Leakin Park. I said, right, you all do like education programs and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's 10 bedrooms in the house that, you know, so some of the employees, myself included, live here. But it's been a ghost in the woods, Ollie. It's freaking us all out. I said, all right. Um, I can help. I guess you've you've seen my fee schedule. But yeah, that's fine. That's fine. My dad's rich. It's we just need to get this ghost thing. I I can't sleep. Uh, it could come in at any time. I think. I said, okay, okay. Let's tell me what you've seen. Well, at night, in the woods. At first, I don't know. I thought it was. thought it was, I don't know, lightning bugs or somebody that was lost. I saw this light moving around. And so I flashed a flashlight back at it and it disappeared. And it sort of freaked me out, but I didn't think much of it. And then it, it happened again. And this time somebody else was with me, so it wasn't even like I was, you know, hallucinating. I saw this blue shape glowing moving through the forest just outside the trees I mean just outside just inside the trees uh, I said okay and then I didn't see it for like a week and then one of my room, housemates saw it and they said it looked like a dress and then that next day we were a bunch of us out on the porch and we all saw it Ollie we all saw it it is a dress, plain as day. It's a glowing, ghostly dress, no person. Wandering around the woods outside of the cabin, outside of the house, and it's, it's scary, Holly. I said, all right, well, I'll, how long does it stay? Well, <sighs> not hugely long, I mean, 20 minutes, maybe? And like I said, if you, if you flash the flashlight at it, it disappears right away. I said, okay. Well, I can come by tonight, and maybe we'll see it. So that evening, I'll admit his way out there. Like I met him, thank you for coming. I'm Oliver? Yeah, I'm Oliver, thank you for coming, Ollie. It's, it's such a peaceful place, but the ghost, it's not so peaceful. I said, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So tell me a little bit more about what you've seen. Is there one specific area where it always comes? Yes, it is, yes, that is true. It's always off on, off the south side of the building, 
in the woods. Well, here, we can walk over there. So you can see here on this side of the building, the woods are 30 feet away from the house or so. And it's always a few paces inside the tree line. And where does it come from, though, I said? I can't, I can't tell. It's just sort of there all of a sudden. All right, and what does it do while it's here? It's, it doesn't seem to do anything. It just sort of floats around among the trees there for, you know, five, ten minutes, and then fades away. I said, huh. That's pretty weird, all right. Have you tried speaking to it? One night, we did. We saw it, and there were two or three of us, and we yelled out, hey, who goes there, or something. And, and what happened? It stopped for a second. But then it just kept going. It ignored us. You know, you could tell it hurt, you could tell it hurt us because it stopped moving. But it didn't answer. And it just kept back to where it was to what it was doing before. And I said, Alright. Well I think this calls for a stakeout. I said, okay. Oh, one more question. Is it, is it always at a certain time of night? I said, well, I know that for me, I see it always at a certain time of night because I'm, I'm kind of a man of routines. I go to bed about 10.30 every night. And I always, well, I usually go outside on the porch and sit and listen to the calm forest air for few minutes before bed. It's not so calm now, so I haven't done every night since this started. I said, all right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get up in one of these trees, past where you say you're seeing this ghost, and I'm just going to hang out in there, wait for nightfall, and see what I can see. Hopefully, that kind of angle, I'll be able to see something about the ghost. You all have it. Just in case, let me borrow one of those big bright flashlights. So that's the plan. And, you know, I'd gotten there at about 5 o'clock, so they hung out, they had some dinner. I learned about the stuff that they do there, and it's a pretty neat program. And they showed him around the woods and the trails around the house so that he would kind of you know, have a lay of the land. And when night started to fall, Ollie traipsed into the woods and went up into a tree. They said that the ghost seemed to appear and wander around about four to five steps inside the tree line. So Ollie went, you know, 15 steps inside the tree line or so. And up he went. He found a perch there where the tree he was in got much thicker just above where he was. But below him it was pretty, you know, not many branches, not many leaves. So he could see below him really well. Now, Ollie has excellent nighttime eyesight, way better than a person. And he was hoping 
he'd have a better angle on whatever was going on. So he sat, and he waited, and he waited, and he waited, and nothing happened. He sat all night long, doing the stakeout. A whole lot of nothing. In the morning, he went back to the house. We said, Ollie, did you, we didn't see it last night. I said, Ollie, yeah, no, I didn't see it either. Long night of nothing. I said, oh, do you want waffles? Some coffee? I said, I would love some waffles and some coffee. And um, I think we're going to have to need to try again tonight. Maybe something a little bit different, though. I said, okay. So Ollie went back to his apartment after breakfast and got some equipment. He had two different web cameras that he has <coughs> that are infrared light. That's <coughs> what they use. He climbed them way up in the trees, just in the middle of the afternoon, and pointed them where they needed to go. <sighs> Maybe the ghost or whatever it was saw him up there and decided not to come. So this time he went back to the house. All right, I want you to do everything you've been doing normally. And act like I'm just, you know, a new recruit or here, somebody here visiting. Just do your totally normal routine. And so they did. They had their dinner and they had a beer or two. And then a lot of them went off to bed. And Oliver and two other people from the house went out on the porch to relax and chat. And I was with them. Just trying to stay quiet. Tried to not be noticed, really. And about 10, 15, all of a sudden, there in the woods, a light appeared. And one of the other housemates said, oh, there it is, there's the light. Well, I reached into his pocket and it triggered, turned on the, um, the infrared cameras. He was worried. Because the infrared cameras do shine a light. It's just an infrared light. But the ghost didn't disappear when I turned on the cameras. He wasn't sure. But it looked like it was in the area, at least for part of the time, that his cameras were pointing. And they watched the ghost, or whatever it was, this floating dress, just kind of aimlessly wandered around, like they had said for about ten minutes. And then seemingly between glances, it was gone. And Ollie had noticed something that his client hadn't noticed. Ollie had noticed the sound. There was an ever so faint crunch, crunch, crunch of underbrush as the apparition wandered around. And that told Ollie that whatever it is, it has some weight. And that weight is touching the ground. Well, in the morning, Ollie pulled the cameras down and opened up the um, video feed. There, they were surprised to see, but as clear as day in the infrared, a person, a person wandering around. Unclear what they were doing, but there was definitely arms and legs and a head. But why couldn't you see it? 
what sort of strange creature was this that showed up on infrared cameras but didn't show up until the naked eye and disappear the flashlight and then it glowed blue they thought and they thought and they thought I had another idea so I went back this time I had to rent some equipment he set it up in the woods as subtly as he could they can see it again. We're going to do exactly the same stuff that we always do. That you always do, I mean. But this time I've got a new trick up my sleeve. So they went about their normal routine. They had their dinner. This time they played some poker. And then they even went out on the porch to chat and drink some herbal tea. And at about 10.20 this time, there it is. It's back. And they watched as the dress, the floating blue dress, the floating glowing blue dress, ambled around just inside the tree line. Well, I said, all right, let's see what this does. And he reached in his pocket and he flipped the switch and all of a sudden, 12 bright lights turned on out there in the woods. And there, in a way that they couldn't see before, by turning a flashlight on the person from the porch, they couldn't see him. But lit from the back, there, clear as day again, was a person. And they turned, and they faced to the house, and they faced to the lights. And they started to run, but Ollie was already running after them. While the person was attracted from the lights, in fact, Ollie had gotten all the way to the tree line. And by the time they started running, Ollie was already leaping, and he leapt. That person almost dodged him, but Ollie got one tentacle on, and once you get one tentacle on, once Ollie gets one tentacle on, it's pretty much over. Ollie tackled him to the ground, and they were saying, Get off me! Get off me! What are you doing? What, I don't even know what... What are you? You... Uh, let me go. Ollie was putting on the little plasticky handcuffs, the ones that really hurt. All right. Yeah, zip-tie ones. Yeah. I forget what they're called. So guys, give me give me a hand. Help me get this person out of, out of the woods here. So a couple of the guys came out, helped them pick up this person in their blue dress. Blue dress wasn't glowing now. She said, "Put me down! Put me down!" And they said, "You're going to tell us what's going on here." Are you a ghost? And she laughed. I said, "I'm not a ghost." I'm not a ghost. Obviously, I'm not a ghost. You're picking me up. How much do I weigh? I said, I don't know, like 140? You know any ghosts that weigh 140 pounds? Excuse me, 135, thank you. I said, oh, I said, so what's going on? Why are you wandering around the woods in a glowing blue dress? I said, well, why should I tell you? Because, I don't know, you have to check with the, uh, the folks here, but what you've been doing is trespassing and harassment. But I bet if you tell them what's going on, they probably won't press charges, and if you agree to stop. Otherwise, we've already got you handcuffed and sat there, we probably had to call on the police. Oh, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. 
I'll talk. I'll tell you what's going on. First, hey, you see that little button on the hem of my dress? Let's just say this. Yeah? Just click it. Just press it. It's like a, yeah. I pressed it. I said, now turn off the porch lights. When they turned off the porch lights, they could see that the dress was was lit with a bunch of LED lights. It was super bright. And so that's why we couldn't see you at all. I said, yeah, the dress is just so well lit that you can't see me at night. All you see is the dress. I was there the whole time. The dress was too bright for you to see my, you know, skin. Ah, uh, okay, so why? Well, and then somebody came out of the house. I said, I can probably answer that, Marge. And later the blue dress said, well, I believe the gentleman asked me, so maybe I get to answer Steve. Steve put his hands up and said, all right, it's your show. See, Steve here, Steve and I used to be, well, we used to date. We were together, boyfriend and girlfriend, lovers, enamorada. Yeah, 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 we get the idea. And Steve left me, left me to come here and dork around in the woods with his friends. Steve said, we didn't have to break up. This is an opportunity for me. I've always wanted to do something like this. Well, you could have brought me with you. I don't know that I could have. Look, you don't even live that far away. I'm on the other side of town. We had a nice thing going. You broke it off so you could go and live in the woods. So you were pretending to be a ghost to scare your ex-boyfriend's roommates. Yes, well, when you put it that way, it sounds petty. Steve said, it is kind of petty. And she scowled at him. He said, but that means you still care. Marge said, of course I still care, Steve. I miss you. I want you back. I don't know, maybe it wasn't that mature of me to come here and try and freak out your roommates, but I want you back. I miss you, Steve. I miss you too, Marge. Let's figure something out. Do you want to come inside? I'm sure you're cold out there. I have a cup of... I've got some hot cider. That'd be nice. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for trying to pretend to be a ghost and freak you out. I said, it's all right. I mean... It was kind of an adventure. And that was the case of Ollie and the walking dress. <laughs>